Hey, Rewatchers, we have a deal for you for the holiday season. You remember our amazing magnet set? Well, now you can get it cheaper than ever as it's going on sale for only $15 for each and every one of our collectible magnets. Eamon, can you tell us about this magnet set? Yes, uh, I designed these magnets. Uh, we have uh, magnets featuring Mac, a special flashback Scottish Mac, Mythos, Joe Dawson, and Amanda. And this handsome set of five could be a good Christmas gift for yourself or a loved one. Or Hanukkah, or Kwanzaa, if you're one of the six people who celebrates Kwanzaa. Yeah. Or if you just want a present. Yeah. Yeah, you want to just treat yourself. Yeah. That's very important. For only $15, this collectible magnet set can be yours today. And That's you can like display the, it proudly on your fridge. That's like the cost of a lunch. Like a big lunch, but just, it's lunch. Mm-hmm. Don't go, Stop going to Wawa. Just buy these magnets instead. You okay. can't eat them, but you can put things on your refrigerator. Kyle, what's a Wawa? <laughs> a Wawa is a <laughs> Pennsylvania area institution that is basically a convenience store that also sells hoagies, which for people who aren't what, from around, Kyle, what's a hoagie? <laughs> hoagies are what weirdo Philadelphians call subs. Or, or a grinder. Food. No, grinders are hot heroes. Oh. Depends on where you're from. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of hot heroes, Duncan McClaff. Now we're back on track. track. So get that sexy Scotsman on your fridge today for only $15. On Etsy or our Facebook page. Bye today. Guys, this podcasting, it takes a lot out of me sometimes. I know. This has know? been a busy month. Like, this and the fucking, like, holidays and shit. Like, Yeah, man, the fucking holidays and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we're not recording an actual podcast so we can curse more casually like we usually do. I know. <laughs> That's true. We normally have to dial it back for the show and our restraint shows. Turd. I don't know. Yeah, I don't just, know. But what do we even do it for? It's like nobody fucking listens to us anyway. No. So, like, what's the point? I don't know. We have people in, like... 54 countries that listen to us. It's like... Only 54? Only 54 countries. I'm so sick of this. It's only four more states that America has. (laughs) (laughs) I guess so. Strangely accurate. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't even, like, sell Audible. I know. I know. We don't even sell Audible. (sighs) This is like a joke. Yeah. This is not even Audible. It's not even a real podcast, guys. No. It's just us dicking around and... Drinking shitty beer, making dick jokes. I'm a big craft beer fan, you know? I don't even like drinking this swell you serve us up every... Well, that's because we can't afford much else. I mean, we're not... It's pickings this Christmas. What can I say? Uh, we were really counting on that podcast money to save us, too. I know. I know. I don't have any podcast money to get all my friends' presents. Nintendo Switch. Yeah. <laughs> this know. holiday season. I mean, we could all just get part-time jobs instead of the podcast. Nah. Yeah. Be better. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know, I have been thinking about going back to my old job at Wawa. That would be good. What, what did you do there? I made sandwiches Ooh. on a good day. Actually, no, the best days, you were in the freezer alone, and you would freak out people trying to buy iced tea by singing at them. <laughs> were you called something special at Wawa? Like a sandwich artist is, you know, one of the people. That's at, Subway. That's Subway, right. I, I think I was mostly called Hey You hey at, you. <laughs> at Wawa, but, you know. And then being a cashier is absolutely the worst. Oh, I bet. The fucking worst. Yeah. But it's better than this shit. I know, right? I know. At least Keith. we were appreciated at Wawa. That's what job, true. Nobody. Did you want to go back to Keith? What job do I want to go back to? Mm-hmm. I would just be happy if I cleaned the toilet. Honestly, no, which one? Any, any, any toilet. toilet would Dealer's be choice on yeah. <laughs> toilets. This really. fucking blows. Yeah. You know what? Oh, oh Jesus! Somebody's at the door. I don't want. We're busy. Oh, fucking hell! Hello, come in. Hey guys, how are you doing today? Not great. <laughs> fucking Chris, Chris Lambert's here. I like how I knock on the door and come in and ask how you're doing. And in, before saying hello, you just say, not great. Well, I, I figured I'd answer the question first. We are kind of rude, though. But wait, who, wait, who are, are these people you rude, brought? rude boys. <laughs> we prefer to think of ourselves as rude dudes. We're having rude a shitty dudes. day, all right? Yeah. Well, this will probably fix that right up. All right. Because I've brought some friends with me. Who the fuck did you bring into our tiny studio? Well, I'm here. I, uh... Chaperoned everybody. You ever notice how my voice and uh, Christopher Lambert's voice sound very similar? <laughs> oh, that, well, that makes sense because you're such a good double for him. Yeah. Stuntman Christopher Lambert. That's right. Here I am. <laughs> and with me, I also have uh, me, Slan. Hi, guys. Slan. Slan. It's it been has a while. been a while. This yeah. actually does cheer me up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. 
It always makes me happy when I see you. Last time we were here, we talked about porn comics, I'm pretty sure. I love pornography. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is gross. But I have with me John C. McGinley as well. Yes, 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 yes. Merry Christmas, boys. Yeah, and you, and you got into weird sex shit last time you were here, too. You're, you're the one who decided to throw a key party, my man. Oh, yeah, the key party. No, you all thought it was a key party. It was not a key party. You're the one that had those Any party with keys bowls. can be a key party. Oh, my God. These All these people. I don't. I can't entertain for all these people. I have so much editing to do. Is you that got editing to do. You know what I mean? Keithy. Gregor. Keithy. That's right. That's right. I'm here to uh, study your lights <laughs> and uh, bring you some Christmas cheer. Well, we did put up a couple lights to try to cheer us up. Yeah, yeah most cheer-related solutions aren't lighting-based, <laughs> but every once in a while. This might cheer you up. Evan exists because this is Aemonbot coming back from heaven. Aemonbot? Aemonbot? You're not back to kill us, are you, for tricking, tricking you, into, you into going to heaven in place of Aemon? No, my time in heaven has reformed me, and now I am a loving, murderous robot. That is That's something a murderous robot would that say. That's true. That's right. I bear you no ill will. That's good. I don't think I'd mind if I was tricked to go to heaven. That's true. We didn't like, cause it's like at the end hell. of the day, it's like, I guess I'm in heaven. So yeah. Well, and they didn't like figure you out yet and boot you back. Nope. And I get to hang out with Prince and David Bowie and various other recently dead celebrities. Like the Macho Man. Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage. How's That's it? right. I'm coming here to bring you pain and cheer <laughs> all at once. It'll be like a bondage experience where the pain mixes with Christmas cheer seamlessly. Somebody talking about bondage here? It's me, Ice-T. Ice-T's here. <laughs> you're, you're a bondage fan, Ice-T? Me and Coco get free. <laughs> oh, shit. It is wow. getting crowded this in here. It is very hot in this studio all now. Right. Does any, uh, I, should I put out drinks for all these people? I don't know. I mean, it depends on whether or not you want to be a good host. I, not now. No. Not really. So, guys, just have to deal with the like shitty beer we have. Shitty beer. It's uh. me, Adrian Paul. <laughs> <What? laughs> that your, that, that's your siren call, shitty beer, Mr. Paul? I love shitty beer. Okay. What's going on with my voice? It's because I'm not drunk enough. Okay. That's Is there right. a possibility that... Uh... There's a possibility <laughs> that I... Do you have any Indian pale ales, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if there's an IPA. All right, let's see. Oh, I'll put out some crackers. Gen- gentlemen, gentlemen, thank you for uh, hosting this little soiree. Oh, boy. Fuck my balls. It's Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's true. Uh, are there no women here, right? Uh, not no. so far, no. <laughs> no. not so far. Another surprisingly. Fest. <laughs> yeah. All right. I won't get in any trouble for hitting people. Well, last time Sorry, we saw you, sh- we, we watched Highlander uh, together, I guess. Yes, it was a very uh, self-referential kind of experience. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, hitting women, that's kind of come back in fashion, huh? <laughs> Or no, it's sexually abusing women. Scratch all that. Uh, yeah. Oh, sometimes I get them confused yeah. as well. You know. So do I. Batmac. Sometimes I have to smack around poison ivy a little bit. Holy shit. <laughs> so you understand when it's uh, acceptable to hit a woman. I feel you, brother. <laughs> I don't know why I sound like Macho Man. Oh, boy. The Macho Man's energy is infectious, like the holiday spirit. And HPV. And HPV. That's very important, kids. If you're of age, you should get that HPV vaccine. It can lead to some forms of cancer. Guys, is this all the drinks you have? I'd like a martini, please. Who the fuck is this guy? I think this is the, the line producer from Highlander 2. Or is it the martini guy? Yeah, the- whoops. <laughs> Guys, I don't show up much. I was from that episode, Nowhere to Run. Oh, fuck. You were that other rapist. Yeah. (laughs) Why are there all these rapists in our house? No wonder they thought it was a key party. I know. This is freaky. I'm a shortcut to villainy, baby. (laughs) This shit is freaky, guys. You know what's more sexy? Consent. Consent is the sexiest (laughs) thing of all. Me and Coco understand that. And you guys should get down with it, too. Well, this is like a weird mix of social consciousness and uh, criminality in this place. I don't even know where Batman falls on that. Yeah, I don't know. Batman toes the line. You know what I mean? <laughs> he does. Like, in some ways, he's our greatest hero. But in other ways, he's a criminal. Breaking and entering and whatnot. Well, this is deep. Yeah. Speaking of criminals, is that Quentin Barnes I see in the back there? <laughs> it's me, Quentin Barnes. <laughs> That's about all we ever hear from him. Yeah. No follow. I, I see you brought your own barrel, Quentin. <laughs> well, I thought it was a BYOB. <laughs> 
That's some clever wordplay, Quentin. I like that. I like what you're putting down. Uh, but don't put down that barrel. At least not near me anyway. It's going to get heavy. <laughs> Build up that core strength, bro. That doesn't apply to the muscles used to hold up a barrel. Not true. You need your core to stabilize. That's true. I have a strict regimen of exercise. I can agree to that. Can everybody fucking fit in this room? Like, there's too many people here already. I hope no one else is coming. Hi, guys. Is Ken here yet? No, Ken Ken's Gord not Ken Gord is not here. coming. He doesn't live here. I have questions for Ken. Oh, man. This is a fucking Ken Gord nerd. What's your catchphrase again? Tell me that, Ken Gord. What's another version of that? Riddle me this, Ken Gord. Wait a minute. <laughs> Are you Edward Nigma? My arch nemesis. No, portrayed no. by Jim Carrey. I don't know. That's something that your arch nemesis might say. Riddle me this. Wait, what? <laughs> that Do you they're have any not hot dogs. Them. Oh, that's true. Hot dogs. <laughs> Are there hot dogs at this party again? <sighs> there aren't hot dogs. We didn't know you were coming. Where's Ken? We told you. He's not going to be here. You can hold out hope, little boy. Okay. Ken, Ken Gord might show up just yet. What's your name? My name's Ice-T. Oh, like the drink? That's right. Neat. Drink, drink out of this. Podcasts! Rewatchers Podcast! Holy moly. Caleb, Caleb the Mountain Cole. Man. That's right. I'm here to teach you respect. Didn't you go up to heaven as well? Or no? <laughs> yes, he went up to heaven. Okay. You're part of like the heaven trifecta. Heaven trifecta. Like the holy trinity of Islander podcasts right here. <laughs> a robot, <laughs> a mountain man, man. Rape, rapist, and a Slim Jim eating wrestler. wrestler. Yeah. yeah. What are you guys all doing here? All right. So what do you guys have? Fucking scripts and costumes and shit? Like, Be prepared for the magic of theater. Theater? Jesus. I hate Fucking, I don't hate theater. Why am I saying that? I hate, You're very uncultured. <laughs> I hate fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that, I have the, the opposite impression of you, Slan. Well, why was that neutered? Or spayed? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Once again, Slan, puzzling. <laughs> I have to lick my useless genital for a moment. <laughs> oh, my God. Please don't do that here. This is awful. <sighs> All right. Well, guys, do whatever you fuck you're going to do, because we have a bunch of shit to do. We don't want to do it, but we got to plow through all this work, so. Yeah, I guess just get on with it. Yep. So today, we are going to perform for you a Christmas carol for children to read out loud by Charles Dickens. <laughs> so you guys are, wait, you have an Oscar-winning actor among you, and you're putting on a children's play? Well, the way you three act all the time, I felt like this was appropriate. Oh, sick burn. Ouch. Yeah, right? <laughs> Yo, Christopher also, Lambert. you know the story of A Christmas Carol. What Do you? Oh, boy. Uh, all right. I guess we don't know the children read out loud version. Yeah, and I guess the perf- star-studded performance will lend a unique twist to this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not often a, a parade of rapists will deliver this for us. <laughs> this was uh, condensed much further by, further? Further by Thomas Hutchinson. Cool. Uh, I'm a big Hutchin fan. So. G. Hutch. <laughs> <laughs> they call themselves Hutchheads. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big Hutchhead. He's one of my favorite condensers. <laughs> like the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Second. <laughs> Thomas Hutch is my second. Coco's a Hutch head too. That's how we met, actually. It's, really? a, very, it's a very romantic tale for another time. Oh, well, we'll look forward to that. Did Ken produce this play? It's Shut. a play. What, what, what do you need a producer for? Have you ever been to a theater? <laughs> I mean, I bet this. It's. Uh, I want to do it. They can probably find a part for you. I want to be part of the Ken Gore's Christmas Carol. Just. Just uh, be quiet until we tell you to speak. Uh, okay. Well, uh, we're going to put on a little show for you all to give you the podcasting Christmas spirit. Ugh, oh what does God. that even mean? You're going to find out. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> this. So strap yourselves in. <laughs> Once upon a time, upon a Christmas Eve, old Scrooge sat busy in his counting house. A Merry Christmas, Uncle. He's Batman, nephew Fred. He's such like a well. Yeah, you're major- supposed to be all dapper, and you're all dark as shit, man. Yeah, what the fuck is this? Is, uh, did Ken Gordon produce this? I can't imagine he would do that kind of casting. I love my Unky. I think did Ken redub <laughs> Nephew Fred with Batman's voice? Oh, that's trivia. Ken Gord would do that. He would. It was the voice of Scrooge's nephew. Bah, humbug. Christmas, a humbug, Uncle. 
You don't mean that. I'm sure. <laughs> I do. Out upon Merry Christmas. If I had my will, every idiot who goes about with Merry Christmas on his lips should be boiled with his own pudding. He should. Uncle. No, they're, skip- they're skipping like the, the buried with a stake of holly. That's like the best line. Well, this is for kids, I guess. So that's a little violent. Yeah, but boiling with a pudding? Do right, kids I even get... know what a fucking pudding is? I'm not even sure I know what a pudding is. <laughs> that comes in six packs. You can get chocolate or tapioca. Oh, that's the one that... The Macho Man likes chocolate. <laughs> chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Did someone invite Kathy? We don't even know her. Back! Nephew, keep Christmas in your own way and let me keep it in mine. Keep it. But you don't keep it. Let me leave it alone, then. Much good may it do you. Much good it has ever done you. I have always thought of Christmas time as a good time. A kind, forgiving, charitable, pleasant time. And therefore, Uncle, though it has never put a scrap of gold or silver in my pocket, I believe that it has done me good and will do me good. And I say... God bless it. Good afternoon. I'll keep my Christmas humor to the last. So a Merry Christmas, Uncle. Good afternoon. And a Happy New Year. Good afternoon. Well, Lambert's really leading into this shit. Lambert's, this might be the strongest Lambert performance I've ever seen. <laughs> I've kind of always, you know, maybe not given him enough credit as an actor. This isn't bad, He's though. He's standing right there. Don't I know. tease him. I'm not. No, I'm saying this is good. Nice job, Chris. His nephew left the room without an angry word. But the clerk, in letting Scrooge's nephew out, had let two other people in. At this festive season of the year, Mr. Scrooge, we should make some slight provision for the poor ambassador, who suffer greatly at the present time. A few of us are endeavoring to raise the funds and buy the poor some meat and martinis. What should I put you down for? Has this guy had a stroke? It sounds like it. I've had three martinis, guys. (laughs) Oh, that's close. Nothing. You wish to be anonymous? I wish to be left alone. Since you ask me what I wish, gentlemen, that is my answer. I don't make merry myself at Christmas, and I can't afford to make idle people merry. I help to support the prisons and the workhouses. (laughs) They cost enough, and those who are badly off must go there. That's an odd choice, laughing at the prisons and the workhouses. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's Scrooge. like some Tommy Wiseau shit. Money can't go there. Many would rather die. If they would rather die, they had better do it. The hour of shutting the counting house arrived. Scrooge took his melancholy dinner in his usual melancholy tavern and went home to bed. Now it is a fact that there was nothing at all particular about the knocker on the door of the house, except, except that it was very long. And yet Scrooge, having his key in the lock of the door, saw in the knocker, not a knocker, but Marley's face. Marley's face with a dismal light about it, like a bad lobster in a dark cellar. As Scrooge looked at this, it was a knocker again. He shed. Pooh. <laughs> Hold on, what the what? fuck? What is what's this, this a bad lobster and it turns into poo? What poo? Poo. <laughs> <laughs> And closed the door with a bang! And the sound resounded through the house like thunder. Bang, ba bang, 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 ba bang, 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 ba bang, bang. <laughs> every room <laughs> above and every cask below in the wine merchant's cellar, bang, ba bang, 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 appeared to have a separate peal of echoes, bang, 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 of its own. Scrooge was not a man to be frightened by echoes. He fastened the door and walked across the hall up the stairs. Up Scrooge went, carrying not a button, for it's being very dark. Darkness is cheap, and Scrooge liked it. Quite satisfied, he closed the door and locked himself in. Double locked himself in, which was not his custom. Thus, secured against surprises, he put his dressing gown in slippers and nightcap and sat down before a very row fire to take his gruel. Ah, gruel time. He, he's a man who loves his gruel. As he threw his head back in the chair, his glance happened upon a bell, a disused bell that hung in the room. What the hell is a disused bell? Aren't all bells fucking disused when they're not being used? used? I was participating in a rap battle, and I got disused. (laughs) Oh, shit. What does that mean in the rap battle context, Mr. T? That means that... Well, first of all, Mr. T is a member of the A-Team. Oh, Jesus, man. (laughs) The Special Victims Unit, Sex Crime. 
And disused is when the other rapper uses a diss. Okay, that's pretty straight ahead, actually. This is supposed to teach us a lesson. Is this why you came here? Yeah, <laughs> the lesson's probably about the disused <laughs> bell. We've learned it. Can you guys, like, I don't know, let us do our stuff? Lesson learned. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. There's, there's more, gentlemen. Okay. There's, there's more, right. and you will remain, or I will put you in your place. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. It was with great astonishment and with a strange dread that as he looked, he saw his bell begin to swing. Ding. 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 Soon it rang out loudly. Ding, ding, ding. And so did every bell in the house. Ding, 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 a ling, a ling, a ling, a ling, ding, 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 ding. This was succeeded by a clanking noise. Mr. Iced Tea, could you provide me with a with a clanking noise. Clank, clankity, clank, clank, clank. Deep clank, down below, clank, clank, clank. as if some person, what, what happened to the clanking? Clank, clankity, clank, clank, clank. As if some person clank, were dragging clank, a heavy clank, clank. chain over clank, the casks clank, clank, in the clank, wine clank. merchant's cellar. Clank, clankity, then clank, he heard clank, that clank. noise much louder. Clank, clankity, clank, clank, clank. On the floors clank, below. Clank, clank, clank. Clank, clankity, clank, clank. Then coming clank. up the stairs. Clank, clank, clank. Then clank, coming clank, straight clank, towards clank, his clank, door. Clank, clank. It came through with a heavy door. Clank. And a specter pressed into the room before his eyes. And, and upon its coming in, the dying flame leaped up as though it cried. What do you want with me? Much. Who are you? Ask me who I was. Who were you then? In life, I was your partner, Jacob Marley. God, this is like in stereo. I know. It's, it's like, like it's, it's, very... it's good they're wearing costumes or else I don't know if I could tell who's talking. Well, that's because like Lambert is like, he's so similar to Lambert. Like, he's no just wonder. such a good mimic. Yeah. Now, that, now that they live together too. I, know. I think they've like really adapted. <laughs> Each like, other's mannerisms. Yeah. And I'm sure Lambert's gotten pretty good at jumping through plate glass. Sorry, guys. We didn't mean to interrupt. I did. Okay. <laughs> Turn your cell phones off. The ghost sat down on the opposite side of the fireplace, as if he was quite used to it. You don't believe in me. I don't. Why do you doubt your senses? Because a little thing affects them. You may be an undigested bit of beef, a blot of mustard, a crumb of cheese, a fragment of an underdone potato. There's more of gravy than of grave about you, whatever you are. I love that one. And gravy. I love gravy. The spirit raised a frightful cry. Oh, oh. That is really frightful. Oh, my God. God, Jesus. Are we sure this is for kids? I'm not sure they can handle this. The way you're performing, Bert. No, excuse me, Chris. Bert's your son. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Is that your Christmas wish to see your son again? If only I if could only. see his angelic baby face. <laughs> well, he probably doesn't have a baby face anymore, right? I mean, always, I'm sure Bert Lambert's a grown-ass man. He'll always be a baby to me. <laughs> okay. Baby. <laughs> Sorry. Once again, we've interrupted. Mercy. Dreadful apparition. Why do you trouble me? Why do spirits walk the earth? And why do they come to me? It is required of every man that the spirit within him should walk among his fellow men. And travel far and wide. And if that spirit goes not forth in life, it is condemned to do so after death. I cannot rest. <laughs> I cannot say. I cannot linger anywhere. My spirit never walked beyond our counting house. Mark me. In life, my spirit never roved beyond our money-changing hole. And weary journeys lie before me. Scrooge was very much dismayed to hear the specter going on at this rate. And soon began to quake exceedingly. I'm here tonight to warn you that you have yet a chance and a hope of escaping my fate. You will be haunted by tree spirits. Expect the first tomorrow night. Tree spirits? Tree. Like uh, like Ents from the Lord of the Rings? I think this one, this might be a variant with like an environmental message. Interesting. Maybe that's why they're such hutch heads. Ha one, ha two, tree. Oh, okay. Tree. Expect the first tomorrow night when the bell tolls one. Expect the second on the next night at the same hour. The third upon the next night when the last stroke of twelve has ceased to vibrate. Look to see me no more. Scrooge tried to say humbug but stopped at the first syllable. Go on. Go on. Hum. 
and being from <laughs> from the emotion he had gone on, and from the emotion he had undergone, or the fatigues of the day, or his glimpse of the invisible world, or the conversation of the ghost, or the lateness of the hour, he went straight to bed without undressing and fell asleep on the instant. <laughs> Guys, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle I think this is the worst rendition of a Christmas Carol I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't even know what this is supposed to have to do with a fucking podcast. Either. Yeah, and now we're just sitting here watching him snore. What's he even doing? I guess he's acting. Yeah, is he just actually asleep? He might be. I don't know. This is terrible. Yeah, right, let's this is like can... another reminder of why we shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, exactly. All right, Chris, wake up. Uh, what? Right. what? I think you got to go on with the show. Oh. I bad. think. I don't know. I'm not producing it. That's right, Kenneth. From behind the scenes. My bad. I'm, I'm here. When Scrooge awoke, the church clock told a deep, dull, hollow Melancholy, Mr. Mr. Ice T. Yes. Sound effects man, I could use a, uh, a, a hearty bong. Bong! One. Light flashed on the room in an instant, and the curtains of his bed were drawn aside by a strange figure, like a child. Are you the spirit, sir, whose coming has foretold to me? I am. Meow. I'm the ghost of Christmas past. Meow. That's my question even outside of the play. Who or what is Slan? I don't even know what's going on anymore. As the world was spoken, they passed through the wall and stood in busy thoroughfares of a shitty. It was made plain enough by the dressings of the shops that here, too, it was Christmas time. The ghost stopped at a certain warehouse door and asked Scrooge if he knew it. Know it? I apprenticed here. They went in, and at the sight of an old gentleman in a Welsh wig, sitting behind such a high desk, if he had been two inches taller, he must have knocked his head against the ceiling. <laughs> this old Dickensian humor. Scrooge cried in great excitement. Why, it's old Fezziwig. Bless his heart, it's Fezziwig, alive again. Guys, I'm going to play this part. Ken would have let me do it if he was here. Uh, yo, ho there, Ebenezer. Dick? I just said dick there. It's just in the script. I don't know. Ask Ken. It's another person who works there, boy. His name's Dick? Yes, and my rules are negotiable on striking children. Okay, Mr. Connery. A living and moving picture of Scrooge's former self, a young man came briskly in, accompanied by his fellow apprentice. Yo-ho, my boys, said Fezziwig. What? <laughs> Why would that be? <laughs> Yo, what? listen, you're not supposed to read that part. Why does it say said it's Fezziwig? Ken, tell me this, Ken Gord. All right. Riddle. You're supposed to riddle it to you. Riddle me this. What? <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Batmac. It's okay. I don't want to break any of your rules. <laughs> no more work tonight. Christmas Eve, dick. Christmas Eve, Ebenezer. Let's have the shutters up before a man can say, Jack Robinson, clear away, my lads. And let's have lots of room here. Clear away. And there was nothing they wouldn't have cleared away or couldn't have cleared away with old Fezziwig looking on. It was done in a minute, and the warehouse was as snug and warm and dry and bright a ballroom as you would desire to see on a winter's night. It came a fiddler with a music book and went up to the lofty desk and made an orchestra of it and tuned like 50 stomach aches... Fiddle, 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 One vast smile. It came the three mishfezziwigs, beaming and lovable. In they all came, one after another, some shyly, some boldly, some gracefully, some awkwardly, some pushing, some pulling. In they all came, anyhow and everyhow. Away they all went. Twenty couple at once, hands half around the back and the other way, down the middle and up again, round and round. Old top couple always turning in the wrong place. They're really describing this dancing a lot. Ken, can I have more lines? I think Ken would have given me more lines. 
Hey, be happy with the role you got, young buck. Yes, I am a business owner. When the clock struck 11, this ball broke up. Mr. and Mrs. Fekiwig, shaking hands with every person as he or she went out, wished him or her a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas! A small matter to make these silly folks so full of gratitude. He has spent but a few pounds of your money. Three or four, perhaps. Is that so much that he deserves this praise? It isn't that, spirit. He has the power to render us happy. (laughs) Or unhappy. To make our service a pleasure or a toil. Say that his power lies in words and looks. In things impossible to add. And count them up. What then? The happiness he gives is quite as great as if it cost a fortune. Spirit, remove me from this place. Haunt me no longer. Is Christmas past over? That's weird. Where's the rest? Yeah, doesn't he? Doesn't Scrooge have like old girlfriend? And wasn't he a kid at some point? This is dog shit. This is terrible. <laughs> like what? This it's is like, like they forgot half the fucking story. Yeah. This was abbreviated for little children, which we are not. Yeah, we're adults. Why did you pick a children's play? Where it'll be that, Kangaroo? What? Oh, sorry, Batman. <laughs> As he struggled with the spirit, he was conscious of being exhausted and overcome by an irresistible drowsiness. I know the feeling well, having an irresistible urge built up inside you, which you just need to release. Yeah, well, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, that is gross. Yeah, I see with the sex crimes unit. Yeah. No, keep your eyes open during this performance. Me and Belzer are going to be investigating this bitch later. Oh, God damn. <laughs> and further, of being in his own bedroom. He had barely time to reel in bed before he shank into a deep, heavy sleep. Jesus Christ, is this just an excuse for you to fucking nap? (laughs) It's just a nap all day, every day. He needs, like, a sleep apnea machine, I think. This is rough. (laughs) Well, there's Darth Vader joints. Jesus, man. All right, Chris. Chris, what, what, I think Snack 3 is going to start, all right? My elevator. My elevator? <laughs> You're dreaming about riding that elevator oh, again? Like a superhero. Oh, God. Who's your favorite superhero? My favorite superhero is the Green Hornet. Really? That's a weird one. <laughs> You're probably the literally the only person. What are his superpowers? He has a green coat yeah. and is exploitative of his Asian partner. What? Well, I guess I guess you put How it that way. How old are you? Imperialism is a superpower. <laughs> Scrooge awoke in his bedroom. The walls and ceiling were so hung with living green that it looked a perfect grove. The leaves of holly and mistletoe and ivy reflected back the light, and such a mighty blaze went roaring up in the chimney, heaped upon the floor to form a kind of throne, where turkeys, geese, great joints of meat, pigs, Long wreaths of sausages, mince pies, plum pudding, barrels, barrels of oysters, red-hot chestnuts, cherry-cheeked apples, juicy oranges. Okay, okay. Luscious, (laughs) luscious pears. I see. Great bowls of punch. You're just going to sit here and let this happen? And and immense twelfth cakes. Upon this couch there sat a giant, glorious to she, who bore a glowing torch. Come in, come in, and know me better, man. I am the ghost of Christmas present. Look upon me. Look upon the macho man. You have never seen the like of me before. Touch my robe. Hey, wait a minute now. This is... This is some fucked up shit. He's yeah. asking people to touch his robe and whatnot. I want you to snap it to my Slim Jim. Now that's just inappropriate right there. That's not correct. I don't like that one bit. Especially in this modern day climate we're dealing with. Eamon, do you think all this is in the script? I don't know. This is trippy. I don't know. My memory of Dickens is not that great. I don't remember there being too many Slim Jims. If you think about it, Dickens is also kind of inappropriate. In a lot of ways, yeah. sure. Again, mm. in this climate. From my perspective... It's the Jedi who are evil. (laughs) Scrooge did as he was told and held it fast. The room and its contents all vanished instantly, and they stood in the city streets upon a snowy Christmas morn. Scrooge and the ghost passed on on invisible straight to Scrooge's clerks, 
and on the threshold of the door, the spirit smiled and stopped to bless Brob Cratchit's dwelling. Who's Brob? <laughs> it's in the script. Is this for children too? Brob? Brob Cratchit. All right, Brob Cratchit. <laughs> This place fucking terrible. <laughs> With a sprinkling of his torch. And then up rose Mrs. Cratchit. What has ever got your precious father then? And your brother, Tiny Tim? No, no, there's father coming, cried the two young Cratchits. Cried the two young Cratchits. Oh, my God. <laughs> cried the two young Cratchits. Oh, does everyone have the right copy of the script in this play? <laughs> Who were everywhere at once. Like a particle, both light and a wave. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> In came Bob, the father. His Wait, who's Bob? Rob. <laughs> Bob. No, this is Bob. Bob, Bob, the father. His threadbare clothes darned up and brushed to look seasonable. And Tiny Tim upon his shoulder. Alas, for Tiny Tim, he bore a little crutch. And he has limbs supported by an iron frame. Bore a little crutch. And how did the Tim behave? Who is Mrs. Cratchit? Hello, boys. Yeah, excuse me. I'm sorry. There's some must be some uh, tag-alongs here. Who else is in this crew? Hello, my name is Doctor Anne Lindsay. Oh, Doctor Anne Lindsay. Wow, your voice has really changed. No, this is normally how she sounds. In the- <laughs> this is how I sound in the series. Yeah, that's right. Duncan, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a lot like she's like Mrs. Potts from <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. This all checks out. Yeah, this is good. It's good to see you, Dr. Ann. Song as old as rhyme. I wouldn't want to be the only women, women, the only, only woman in this crew, though. Yeah, this is guard yourself. Creeps. Yo, I got you back, Miss Lindsay. All right. All right. Ice tea, you're in charge. That's right. As good as gold and better. Somehow he gets thoughtful sitting by himself so much. And thinks that the strangest things you ever heard. He told me, coming home, that he hoped that people saw him in a church. Because he was a cripple. And it might be pleasant to them to remember a bonkers' day. Who made them lame beggars walk blind and men see. I don't know. I feel like AP's kind of phoning it in, Eamon. What do you think? Yeah, that, did not, that sounded very bad. I'm pretty sure he fucked up the last sentence of that. I think the cheap beers are getting to him. That could be it. I don't know. He exercises so much, I feel like he's not used to drinking. Master Peter and the two young Cratchits went to fetch the goose, which, with which they returned in high procession. Mrs. Cratchit made uh, the gravy, ready beforehand in a little saucepan, hissing hot. Ready beforehand in a little saucepan. That's a good little freestyle rhyme. Yeah, you could lift that. It's in the public domain. I'm going to do it. Master Peter mashed the potatoes with incredible vigor. <laughs> Miss Belinda sweetened up the applesauce. Who the fuck is Miss Belinda? <laughs> Great question, but he's ob- she's obviously one of the Cratchits. <sighs> Martha dusted the hot plates. Bob took Tiny Tim beside him in a tiny corner of the table. The two young Cratchits set chairs for everybody, not forgetting themselves, and crammed spoons into their mouths, lest they should shriek for goose before their turn came to be helped. At last, the dishes were set on, and grace was said. It was succeeded by a breathless pause. As Mrs. Cratchit looked, looking slowly all along the carving knife, prepared to plunge it into the breast. But when she did, when the long-expected gush of stuffing issued forth. Ew, Jesus, guys. (laughs) This is pornographic. (laughs) One murmur of delight arose all around the board. Ah. Ah. And even Tiny Tim, excited... By the two young Cratchits beat on the table. Why? With the handle of his knife and feebly cried, Hurrah! Gregor's Tiny Tim? That's a weird bit of casting. I know. He's a little like weaselly guy. I guess Tiny Tim's a little weasel. Yeah. (laughs) A little impaired weasel. Batmac, what do you think about Mrs. Cratchit's name being Martha? That reminds me of my mommy and. My friend Superman's mommy. <laughs> why, why did he say that name? Who? I don't know. Sorry. Dawn of Justice spoilers. Uh, 
Wait, that wasn't me. That was the other guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but now the plate's being changed by Miss Belinda. Mrs. Cratchit left the room alone to take the pudding up and bring it in. Miss Cratchit entered, smiling proudly with the pudding, like a speckled cannonball, so hard and firm. Blazing in half and half of a quartern of ignited brandy and the bed light with Christmas holly stuck into the top. Oh, what a wonderful pudding. As the last dimmer was all done, the cloth was cleared, the hearth swept, and the fire made up. Then all the Cratchit family... So the fire wasn't real? They just made it up? Yes, you are. Sorry. No wonder Sorry. you need this production. Sorry, yes. No wonder. To bring you... Your reading comprehension skills <laughs> are... No wonder they're cold. They just made up the fire. Yes, that's, that's <laughs> cool. They also all have uh, shalmonella from the undercooked poultry. Oh, boy. Sorry, guys. Then all the Cratchit family drew around the hearth while the chestnuts on the fire sputtered and cracked noisily. Crack a lack. They were happy. Grateful, pleased with one another, and contented with the time. And when they faded, they looked happier yet in the bright sprinklings of the spirit's torch at parting. Scrooge had his eye upon them, and especially on Tiny Tim, until the last. But the whole scene passed off, and he and the spirit were again upon their travels. Much they saw, and far they went, and many homes they visited, but always with a happy ending. Suddenly, as they stood together in an open place, the bell struck. Bong, 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 yeah. Bong, 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 yeah. There are more bongs. Bong. Bong? I think that's 12. One more. Oh, boy. Bong. With emotion. Bong. Very good. Scrooge looked at him for the ghost and sought no more. As the last stroke ceased to vibrate, he remembered the prediction of old Jacob Marley, and lifting up his eyes to behold a solemn phantom, draped and hooded, coming like the mist along the ground towards him. I wonder if that's the Billy Zane phantom. I don't remember. Oh, him that is actually. Yeah. That, oh, that would explain the purple. Yeah. This yeah. is a weird production. This is man. fucking weird. I'm glad it's what intermission, though. To, what, like, yeah, what does this have to do with podcasting, though? Uh, literally nothing. It, it <laughs> seems to be a highly sexualized version. <laughs> At least that's the, what the performance is delivering, right? All those food descriptions got me rock yeah. hard. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, like that pudding. That yeah, rock that hard. Also, why is the pudding rock hard? That's not good. Why is it rock hard? <laughs> I don't know. Rock hard. Hard. John C. McGinley. Riley. John C. Riley, Riley yeah. Right. Too many John C.'s out there. Yes, 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 yes. But there's only one soon? McGinley. Yeah, are you coming up in this production soon, John? I don't know. I might just be here for emotional support. All I haven't right. decided yet. Because they let that fucking kid play in it. The riddle me this idiot that we don't even know his name, I don't think. He's not even an actor. Why aren't you in this? I might do a little something for you boys. I just did a good job acting, I thought. Ugh. You did Ugh. a great job, little boy. Ken would be proud. He wouldn't even have to dub me. That's right, kid. You gotta have pride in your work. That's the Macho Maniac's way. That is correct. It's me, Eamon Bot. Oh, has Eamon Bot been running the lights this whole time? I have been turning the lights on and off in a repetitive fashion. That does seem like a good job for a robot. It is excellent. I am hacked into the switchboard. I will soon be in control. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's ominous. Well, let's see how this fucking play ends so we All can right. get back yeah, to Yeah, the work. lights are flicking on and off. Flick, flick, Very flick, distracting. Flick, yeah. flick, yeah. flick, flick, <laughs> I guess flick. intermission's over. Ghost of the future, I fear you more than any specter I have seen. Wait, you is not... it the phantom or the specter? It's I'm very, confused. It is very confusing. Ken Gord, what's the difference between a specter, a spirit, and a ghost, and a phantom? He's I wish he was here. here. Yeah, he's not here. Where's Ken? He's coming later, you said. <laughs> Did not say that. We said the opposite. Ever said He'll that. be here. That's right, little boy. He'll be here. Yeah. Don't you worry. I'm sure Amy. I have so many questions I want to ask him for Christmas. Riddle me this, Ken Gord. Hmm. <laughs> oh. 
Batman was not uh he must be taking a nap on that one. What? <laughs> it's cool. Riddles. This chump is harmless. Chumpies. Hey Batman, do you spend a lot of time with your mom Martha during the holidays? That's not cool. What? That's not cool, dude. What? My wife is dead, dude. It's not You're, cool. You married your mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why it did gave, you bat- <laughs> It gave him no reply. The hand was pointed straight before them. Lead on. Lead on. The night is waning fast, and it is precious time to me. I know. Lead on, spirit. They scarcely seemed to enter the shitty, for the shitty rather seemed to spring up about them. But they were in the heart of it amongst the merchants. The spirit stopped beside one little knot of businessmen, observing that the hand was pointed on them. Scrooge advanced to listen to their talk. Respect! I don't know much about it either way. I only know he's dead. When did he die? Last night, I believe. Well, what has he done with his money? I haven't heard company, perhaps. He hasn't left it to me. That's all I know. I wish my dad left me all his money. But you seem so rich. You live like a king. I had this trouble with a girl. Then my dad died. That's I know what it, I know what that's like because of my boy Joshua. Huh? I feel you, brother. The scene had changed, and now he almost touched a bare, uncurtained bed. A pale light raising over the outer air fell straight upon his bed, and on it, unwatched, unwept, uncared for, was the body of this unknown man. Spirit, let me see some tenderness connected with a death. Or this dark chamber, spirit will be forever present to me. The ghost conducting him to poor Brob Cratchit's house, the dwelling he had visited before, and found the mother and children sheeted round the fire. The noisy little Cratchits were as still as statues in the corner, and Shat looking up at Peter, who had a book before him. The mother, her daughters, were engaged in needlework, but surely they were very quiet. The mother laid her work upon the table and put her hand up to her face. This color hurts me eyes. They're better now and again. It makes them weak by candlelight. And I wouldn't show weak eyes to your father when he comes home. And there is your father at the door. She hurried to meet him, and Bob came in, and his tea was ready for him. And they all tried who should help him to it most. And then two young Cratchits got up on his knees and laid each child a little cheek against his face as if they said, Don't mind it, father. Don't be grieved. Bob was very cheerful with them and spoke pleasantly to all in the family. He looked at the work upon the table and praised Mrs. Cratchit and the girl. You went today then, Robert? Yes, my dear. I wish you could have gone. Oh, wait. Shitting on your lines. That's right. Did you guys rehearse this at all? I mean, the rest of it up until this point seems We're pretty rehearsed. We're all very busy. <laughs> oh, okay. We're all... <laughs> wait, who? <laughs> She's... Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're all very busy, you see. Some of us are Academy Award-winning actors. Yeah, you but know. you don't really act anymore. No offense. Uh, well, what can I say? After a league of extraordinary gentlemen, I feel like I've finished the craft. <laughs> yeah, you've told your story? Yes. Eamon Bott loved that movie. After telling the story of Quartermain, what else is there? I love how they added Tom Sawyer, even though he wasn't in the original comics, written by comics writer Alan Moore, one of my favorite comic book writers. Also, you and Slan have that in common because of the, the porn comic he did. I also enjoy the works of Alan Moore, full of rape. <laughs> oh boy, Slan. Slan, this is not good. You're really out of the zeitgeist of the time here, man. Yeah, I'm going to keep my eye on this freaky little fellow. <laughs> this freaky little feline-ish Felon, if you will. Good alliterations from Nice T. Well, he's a rapper. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. He's got the, he's a wordsmith. He's a poet. Yes, my dear. I wish you could have gone. It would have done you good to see how green a place it is. But you see it often. I promise you that I would worry you Sunday. Oh. Your child. <laughs> Mouthful of marbles? Yeah, Duncan. Maybe he's got a bunch of bee stings inside his mouth. But you child. Okay. I tried to put a whole bee nest in my mouth. Why would you do that? Do you think that's where the honey was? I wanted some honey for my tea. <laughs> I thought it would be easier if I put the honey bee... What is that called? Beehive. Yeah. There we go. A beehive. That's right, Adrian. 
I thought it would be funnier if I put the beehive in my mouth. You thought it would be funnier? Like you did this I as mean, a I agree that this is funnier. <laughs> point to you. Just putting At home, it. you were just with your wife and kids. You're like, wouldn't this be funny? <laughs> so you put bread. a beehive in your mouth. Wait a minute, guys. <laughs> did you ever get a mouthful of cereal and put that in your mouth and then just drink the milk out of a glass? That's really fun. <laughs> Spectre, nothing informs me that our parting moment is at hand. I know it, but I know not how. Tell me what man that was with a covered face, whom we saw lying dead. The ghost of Christmas yet to come conveyed him to a dismal, wretched, ruinous churchyard. The spirit stood among the graves and pointed down to one. Scrooge crept towards it, trembling as he went, and following the finger... Read upon one of the neglected grave his own name, Ebenezer Scrooge. Am I that man who lay upon the bed? No, spirit. Oh, no, no. Spirit, hear me. I am not the man I was. I will not be the man I must have been. Why show me this if I am past all hope? Assure me that I yet may change these shadows you have shown me by an altered life. I will honor Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all the year. Oh, tell me I may sponge away the writing on this stone. Holding up his hand in one last prayer to have his fate reversed, he saw an alteration upon the phantom's hood and dress. It shrunk, collapsed, and dwindled down into a bedpost. Yes, the bedpost was his own. The bed was his own. The room was his own. Best and happiest of all, the time before him was his own. To make amends, he was checked in his transports by the churches ringing out the lustiest peals he had ever heard. Bong, 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 bong. <laughs> that was pretty lusty. Running to the window, he opened it and put out his head. No fog, no mist, no night. Clear, bright, stirring, golden day. What's today? Cried Scrooge, calling downward to a boy in Sunday clothes. <laughs> What's today, my fine fellow? Today? Well, it's Christmas Day. Jesus Christ, Amen. Why did they give this guy more I stuff to do? Ken wanted it this way. Ken is has nothing to do with this. He likes me. No, is he John, doesn't. Is Justin McKinley even in this fucking thing? I know. He's we an actor. Famed Scrubs actor John C. McGinley here. He was also in Highlander 2. Did you know do. that? In what? Highlander 2. He's not just known for Scrubs. What's that? Uh, guys. <laughs> I, I know a lot about Highlander 2. Can I join your podcast? No. No. People keep asking us that. You can't. Why? Where do you live? Close enough. No, you don't. Okay. It's Christmas Day. I haven't missed it. Hello, my fine fellow. Hello. Do you know the Pururus? In the next You street? mean the Poultier? Do you know the Poultiers? Neither of those are words. In Neither the next street? But one at the corner? I should hope I did. An intelligent boy. A remarkable boy. <laughs> oh, he's really creeping on that boy. I Do know. you know whether they've sold the prize turkey that was hanging up there? Not the little prize turkey. The big one. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, mean the one as big as me? What a delightful boy. Jesus Christ. It's a pleasure to talk to him. Okay, sir. Yes, my buck. God. Ice tea. there gotta- now. You gotta keep an eye on this guy, too. Don't you worry. I got my eyes peeled right on this motherfucker. Is it? Go and buy it. Look! <laughs> what the fuck was that, guys? No, no. I am in earnest. Goes to jail. Go and buy it and tell them to bring it here. <laughs> that I may give them the direction where to take it. Come back with the man, and I'll give you a shilling. Come back with him in less than five minutes, and I'll give you... Half a crown. Wow. The boy was off like a shot. I'll send it to Bob Cratchits. Who's Bob? I'll send it to Bob Cratchits. He sent it. No, who sends it? It's twice the size of Tiny Tim. Scrooge dressed himself in simply the best. <laughs> and at last he got out into the streets 
the people were in this time pouring forth as he had seen them with the ghost of Christmas present. And walking with his hands behind him, Scrooge regarded every one with a delightful smile. He looked so irresistibly pleasant. Simply irresistible. In a word, that three or four good-humoured fellows said, Good morning, sir. Merry Christmas to you. He was early at the office next morning. If he could only be there first and catch Bob coming late. The clock struck nine. No Bob. A quarter past Who's nine. Who's Bob? No Bob. Oh. Bob was fully, was a full 18 minutes and a half behind his time. Bob's hat was off before he opened the door. He was on his stool in a jiffy, driving away with his pen as if he were trying to overtake nine o'clock. Hello. What do you mean by coming here at this time of day? I'm very sorry, sir. I am behind my time. You are? Yes. I think you are. Step this way, if you please. Now I tell you what, my friend. I am not going to stand for this sort of thing any longer. And therefore, I am about to raise your salary. A Merry Christmas, Brob, said Scrooge. Oh, I'm not supposed to read that. A Merry Christmas, Brob, my good fellow, that I have given you for many a year. I'll raise your salary and endeavor to assist your struggling family. Scrooge was, a, was better than his word. He did it all and infinitely more. And to Tiny Tim, who did not die, he was a second father. He became as good a friend, as good a master, and as good a man as the good old shitty knew. Or any other good old shitty town or borough in the good old world. Some people laughed to see the alteration in him, but his own heart laughed, and that was quite enough for him. And it was always said of him that he knew how to keep Christmas well. May that truly be said of us, and all of us. And so, as Tiny Tim observed, God bless us, everyone! You know what I mean, rewatchers? The end. <laughs> wow. Ugh. Yay. You know, I kind of came around on that. Like, it was a little wacky. There seemed to be typos in the script. All of it. read. The actors just chose to read. Like, they never, ever did this before. Uh, I I kind of appreciated the wackiness at the end of this. I appreciated that this taught us a lesson that... A lesson did it teach us? That podcasting is just about having fun with your buds. Yeah, that's they seem to all have a great time. The lesson I gleaned, anyway. Yeah. yeah, it's about building. It's maybe it's not all about the numbers. It's not like Scrooge counting counting his listens and yeah. feed refreshes in his <laughs> counting house, but uh, building a community and walking forth with a generous spirit among other Highlander fans. Yeah, this was fun. It's like R. Kelly says, "Podcasting ain't nothing but a number." Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I got my eyes on him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. He's another one. So people took their eyes off of him way too long. I got my eyes on him, too. So, guys, in honor of the Christmas spirit, how about you all join us for a little Christmas carol? Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, all right. I could do it. Snap into the holidays. I would enjoy that. Yeah, I guess uh, I'll, I'll do it too, I guess. Okay. Uh, I, I get it. I think we're all going to sing a song. Yeah, I think we're all going to do it. Each, each person does not need to say they want to sing a song. I'm not going to participate. I'm in! Okay, okay. Caleb Cole's in! Can I sing in the song too? No. Sure. No. Please? Really? All right, fine. Can one want it this way? No, he wouldn't. He'll be here later. No, He'll he tell won't. you different. Ah. Uh, me 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 On the first day of Christmas my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree On the second day of Christmas my true love gave to me two severed heads and a partridge in a pear tree on the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three trench coats, two severed heads, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four shit sequels, 
three trench coats, two severed heads, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five quick four shit sequels, three trench coats, two severed heads, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six shields of shielding, five quick four shit sequels, three trench coats, two severed heads, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me seven swords of swinging, six shields of shielding, five quick Four shit sequels, three trench coats, two severed heads, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eight course producing, seven swords of swinging, six shields of shielding, five, five quick unis. Four shit sequels, three trench coats, two severed heads, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me nine clays of cussing, eight words producing, seven swords of swinging, six shields of shielding, five quick four shit sequels, three trench coats, two severed heads, and a partridge in a pear tree. Three watchers, join us! On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me ten cups of coffee. Nine clays of cussing, eight words producing, seven swords of swinging, six shields of shielding, five quick unis, four shit sequels, three trench coats, two severed heads, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eleven Roddy Pipers, ten cups of coffee. Nine clays of cussing, eight words producing, seven swords of swinging, six shields of shielding, five quick four shit sequels, three trench coats, two severed heads, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me twelve watchers watching, eleven riding pipers, ten cups of coffee. Nine clays of cussing, eight words producing, seven swords of swinging, six shields of shielding, five quick unis, four shit sequels, three trench coats, two severed heads, and a partridge in a pear tree. Wow, that was a lot of fun, everybody. Oh, that was so much fun. <laughs> that was so much fun. Everybody has such a melodic voice. Yeah. I know. They're so talented. Especially you, Keith. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Excuse me, Ken Cordner. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Thank you. Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> Yeah, no problem. Uh, I think that I did, that did sound kind of like a jab, though. <laughs> no, you're the hero we deserve. Great. Well, I think we should say to all of our guests who performed to us today, and all of our listeners, have a very Merry Christmas. That's right. Does well, every right? single guest want to say Merry Christmas? <laughs> no, but some of okay, will also wish our listeners a Happy Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever it is you do this holiday season. Do it right. Do it safely. We love you. We love wow, you. okay. <laughs> we love you. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We like you, but it's okay. Well, I don't know. It's, I don't know. What's it? It's the spirit of giving, man. Yeah. I guess so. Sorry. The songs, I, think, I think I've regressed. The, the songs go love and joy come to you. You're supposed not to like, learn like to like yes, You're right. You're right. God damn it. I'm sorry. Well, I can speak for myself. I love every listener. Every listener. Every single one. Would you marry them? I'd marry all Every of them. Every listener. Yep. That, bat, Ice-T or Batman would have a problem with that. Well, actually, I don't know. Does Batman bust polygamous? Is that part of his beat? No, it's cool. I mess around with Talia al Ghul and Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just bragging now, Batman? A little bit. They're both pretty hot. All right. <laughs> fair enough. That's kind of true. Yeah, that's true. Okay. 
Well, on that note. On that note, thanks everybody for joining us. Happy holidays. We've been your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This, this is Kyle. <laughs> and this is Eamon. Bye. 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 Somebody like me. Somebody who won't rattle the sleigh bells. <laughs> That's like... <laughs> that got recorded, thank God. <laughs> I want to stuff your stocking. <laughs> That's very good. And there is your father. <clears throat> nope. <laughs> On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me... Five golden rings. It's five quickenings. Oh, five quickenings. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six shields of shielding. <laughs> that was just... Just Bob Dylan. Just, <laughs> that was just Bob Dylan. <laughs> Which I'm actually kind of okay with. <laughs> On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six shields of shielding. Fuck. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me seven sword. Nope. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me ten. Fuck. <laughs> On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me fuck. This is one of the most ridiculous things we've ever done.